This is called stalling. <laughs> hey, everybody. It is... Uh, uh, it is me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog right there on the other side of the couch. Sadie Dog is upstairs taking a dump. <laughs> it is uh, Monday, February 21st, 2020. Dose. How was your day? How is your day? probably still going on it's probably still new it's uh, probably a good fucking day hopefully it's a good day hopefully i know it's a monday maybe some of you have off it's president's day i know uh, a lot of uh government officials have the day off the banks are closed the post office is closed although i think the main office in grand rapids is open according to the email email internet research i did kind of indicated that it was open which is good because i'm gonna swing by it on my way to work today and uh, see if it is because i got a uh, macari sale i gotta send out a jersey somebody bought an andrew luck hey sadie Let's say the dog's making an appearance someone bought an andrew luck jersey this weekend and I was like, all right, man, I will mail it out probably Tuesday because I don't think the post office is open on Monday. And they were like, all right. And I was like, fuck yeah. And they were like, fuck yeah. What are you doing, say? Don't get out of there. Why? Go away. God damn it. Go. Jesus Christ. This dog. Sadie dog. Sadie dog's lot in life lately has become to uh, shit in my house. <laughs> and eat tissues god damn it she doesn't care if they're used tissues or if they're still in the box she legitimately eats tissues right out of the box like it's a fucking pez dispenser <laughs> fucking fucking dog it's a good thing i like her I don't, I don't know why, but she's been a very bad dog lately. Get up there. Come on. Get up. Get on the couch, Sadie. You can do it. You're old lady. I know you can do it. There's a lot of space. Stop giving me stank eye. Get the fuck up there. Come on, Becky. Do it. Yeah, well. Ah, uh, so it's President's Day. I, what does that mean? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, it's another just, it's like a weird random holiday, right? Like, I remember when I was a kid, it wasn't, President's Day, it was like uh, Washington's Day or whatever, right? Like it wasn't President's Day. Because I think today is Washington's birthday. Is that correct? Let me do a quick Google search here. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Washington's birthday. Uh, President's Day. Officially, Washington's birthday is a holiday in the United States celebrated on the third Monday of February to honor all persons who served in the office 
of President of the United States and a federal holiday specifically honoring George Washington, who led the Continental Army to victory in the American Revolution, presided at the Constitutional Convention of 1787, and was the first president of the United States. Uh, so there we go. Uh, and I know, like, Lincoln's birthday. Uh, let's see. Washington's birthday was celebrated on February 22nd from 1879 until 1971, when the Uniform Monday Holiday Act moved it to the third Monday in February, which can occur on February 15th to the, to, through the 21st. The day eventually also became known as President's Day and is most often an occasion to remember all U.S. presidents or to honor Abraham Lincoln and Washington's birthday together. Well, ain't that something? Ain't that fucking something? Whatever. Whatever. I, to me, it just seems like it's another empty fucking holiday. It's uh, like the, the federal government's like, all right, we have X amount of hours that we need to give off to our employees. If we don't fucking do it, we lose it. All right, let's make up a fucking holiday. And they make up a fucking holiday. And there you fucking go. So that, 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 and that's how we have President's Day. I don't know. I just hate days where uh, I don't get my mail. <laughs> Which is weird considering what? How, how many of us actually, re actually receive real mail anymore? It's all like uh, junk mail, bills, maybe some catalogs, right? Do any of you actually ever get letters? Has someone written you a letter in the last five years? My guess is probably not. If you did receive one, it was from someone probably over the age of 60. <laughs> no one younger than 60 writes letters anymore. I can't tell you the last time I actually wrote a letter and mailed it to someone. Now, I mean, I know I do my crazy Christmas cards, but those aren't really letters. It's just me fucking with a dumb postcard and I write dumb things on the back. I don't consider that a letter. I didn't sit down and I wrote sentences and paragraphs on a piece of lined paper, put it in an envelope, stamped it, and mailed it off to somebody. I can't remember the last time I did that. It's too goddamn easy now with emails and text and everything else. Social media. I slid into their DMs. Can you imagine writing a letter to somebody with the same kind of uh, overture or context as sliding into their DMs? <laughs> Two weeks later... I, they received your your note where you actually included a Polaroid of your dick. <laughs> yeah, I mailed him a picture of my penis. <laughs> Why isn't it called a penis pic? Everybody loves alliteration. How do we end up going with dick pic and not penis pic? You got the old PP, my penis pic. Just a thought. A random thought on President's Day. Do you think George Washington 
sent dick pics to Martha <laughs> during their courtship. He's got his uh, wooden teeth, ivory teeth, gold teeth, whatever. I know that's the that's the legend that he had wood teeth, but from what I can recall, it was like ivory teeth and gold teeth, and I think they've have said that maybe it's even te teeth from other humans. Weird, whatever. We romanticize leaders of the past. They were all good and could do no wrong, right? You look fondly back on these fucks, and you're like, no, this guy was a cocksucker. <laughs> he was a fucking asshole. What did they say, too? Uh, Washington was into hemp. He was a hemp farmer. I don't know. Was he? I don't remember reading about that in history class. <laughs> and there's a difference between hemp and then like growing actual THC, right? Like not all hemp has THC. Am I wrong in that? Again, I'm not that guy. I don't know the ins and outs of this shit. But uh, let, let me know if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong about that shit. So I'm always curious. So uh, hey, I, I mentioned this yesterday on the, uh, on the Patreon and I'll do it today because I know I get more listeners on the freebie than on the Patreon, but if you guys could consider subscribing to the Patreon, that'd be great. Just an extra five bucks a month, way more content. It's the same shit as this shit, just more of the shit. So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit. And there we go. But it's a reminder to everybody who lives near a Detroit cookie company place of business from what I understand and remember I think there are only three though there's one in Ann Arbor I think there's one in Ferndale and there's one right here in the great city of Grand Rapids Michigan I bring it up because today today you can get yourself a free cookie what free cookie I think it was a peanut butter volcano cookie go get yourself one I think there has to be a purchase along with it. So nothing is ever technically free, everybody. Is there anything really that you get for free? Like even when you go, like I, every fucking uh, year for my birthday, I, I know everyone calls me dumb for this. I enjoy going to Denny's and getting my free Grand Slam. You get your free Grand Slam on your birthday, but, but, it isn't technically free because you need to order something else. So I just order like a cup of coffee and then I get my free meal. Is it a way to get people in the door? Absolutely. Am I getting a meal for really cheap? Absolutely. But it ain't, it ain't free. It ain't free. So whatever. So I'm reminding you, good old Mike Pellerito reminded me. Now I'm reminding you. And uh, there we go. So, I don't have a ton to tell you guys. There's not a lot of stew rambling up front. I mean, there usually is. Fuck, sometimes I feel like the whole podcast is just me rambling. But not a lot today, because yesterday I did the podcast later in the evening. And uh, I didn't do a whole lot last night. I go to bed. I was in bed way fucking longer than I wanted to be. Uh, because I didn't want to get out of bed. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm just going to stay in bed for a long time. And I did. I mean, I got up to let the dogs out. I got up to feed them. I got up to go use the bathroom. And then I just go back to bed. Because it's the dread of knowing I got, I got to go to work. I hate second shift. I hate waking up and knowing it's, it's like the dread of fuck. It's the same kind of dread when I was like in school. You know, your elementary school, high school, all that shit. And then Sunday night, you have that dread of uh, you finished. I finished watching Walt Disney World or whatever the hell it was Sunday night. And then your parents send you to bed. And they're like, ah, fuck, in the morning I got to go to school. It's the same thing, except I wake up and I'm like, oh, I have, uh, I don't know, six hours. And then I got to go to fucking work. Fuck. It sucks. I hate it. I hate second shift. I'd rather wake up. I'd rather go to sleep, wake up, and go to work. I would rather just do that. God damn, second shifters, how the fuck do you do it? Do you guys just really like your job that much? Fuck. Fuck. I have a uh, job interview set up for Friday. How about that? Um, I don't want to get into it. Odds are good I won't get the job. <laughs> but uh, it would be first shift again. Um, would be a driving job again. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's the job interview. The job would be here in Grand Rapids, but the interview is in Canton, Michigan. So that's like two hours away, and it's a 9 o'clock appointment. And uh, so I'd have to get up fucking early to get out the door and get over there. But uh, whatever. If I got, uh, excuse me, if I got the job, woo, if I got the job, it would be great. But I'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket. I just, I, I can't. God bless it. God bless America. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, good news. There was a good news out in California. It's odd news. I like stories like this. Um, it seemingly happens more frequently than you would think. But there was a dog that had gone missing and it got reunited with its family. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, that's great. You know, normally... Like, the ones you'll read about are like, there was a dog uh, found in uh, Vermont, and uh, the family was in, lived in Virginia. You know, it, it was just one of those weird things. Like, how the fuck did the dog get to Vermont? And, and then it's like the mystery that you'll never fucking know. This was not quite like that, but this was a dog that had been missing... 12 fucking years. 12 years. The dog's name was Zoe. And uh, the dog had been found uh, in a field in rural area in uh, near Stockton, California. I've heard Stockton's a shithole. <laughs> but they found the dog and they took the animal service thing and they uh, scanned it. And they found out that the dog's name was Zoe and it had been reported missing 
in 2010 from Lafayette, California. The dog had been missing for so long that after five years, the manufacturer of the microchip listed her as deceased. Because, you know, after five years, he got a chip dog. You figure after five years, the dog's dead, right? And, you know, I guess rightfully so, because you would figure if someone had picked up the dog, would have taken the dog to a vet or whatever, they would have found the chip eventually. But nope. The owner of the dog, Michelle, indicated that she had gotten the dog at six months old. It's kind of like a lab type dog. It got the dog and a, the dog's sister, Zoe's sister, and they had the dog for about six months. And uh, they went to the store and they came back from the store and the dog was gone. It's fucking crazy. So they reunited the dog. They reunited the mom, Michelle, with the dog. And uh, it's just fucking, it's fucking crazy. Like, you don't, I mean, the dog probably doesn't remember you at all. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Dogs maybe have a better sense of smell. But, I mean, the dog was such a young dog, six, six months old, and it's been gone for 12 years. Is the dog going to remember you? Sometimes I feel like if I've been gone, like I was gone a weekend doing comedy and I come home, and then Sadie Dog just stares at me like, who's this fuck? <laughs> Wean Dog always remembers me. Wean Dog is always very excited to see me. She uh, she runs up to me and she like gives me a hug. She like tries to, to jump up and reach up on me. It's always very nice. She likes hugs. Sadie Dog does too. It's just a little different. But I love these stories. God, I don't fuck fuck. I don't know if I have chips in either of my dogs. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a bad dog dad, I guess. And that I have no fucking clue. I think I think Ween Dog does. I'm not sure about Sadie Dog. I really should get a chip in Sadie Dog because she's the one who's gonna run away. Ween Dog ain't gonna run away. I could fucking have the door open in the backyard. And so she could leave the yard if she wanted. And I know she won't run away. She knows where the food is. She knows where her dad is. Sadie Dog, on the other hand, is like, oh, there's a way out. Fuck you all. I'm out. Peace, bitches. <laughs> Which is funny because she likes it here, clearly. She knows the food is here. But fuck, she has just got, she's got that wandering spirit. She's kind of like a hound dog kind of thing. Just want to follow her nose and go explore that's what she wants to do she's the one who fought the possum <laughs> when the possum got in my backyard somehow she fought the possum and the possum did what a possum did and uh, played dead and Sadie Dog bit it because I know Sadie Dog had blood on her mouth I was like god damn Sadie Dog why are you fighting a possum possum ain't doing nothing crazy fucking dog I have not taken a vacation in forever. I think that's another reason why I think I'd like a real job again. So that it would afford me vacation time. And then I can go and do stuff. I don't even know where the fuck I would want to go. I've done cruises before. They're not for me. I'm not the kind of guy who wants to go to like a beach or some shit. Everybody, hey, we're going to Florida. I'm gonna go hit the beach, be by the water. 
I'm not that guy. If you're that guy, good for you. It's just not for me. I, you know, I'm not a very touristy kind of person. I guess I'm just okay with like a, a staycation, just staying at home. I'd almost rather just like stay at home and then go see like a movie every day. <laughs> go to the theater every day. I don't know. It's but at the same time I like to travel too. Shit. I'm a, I'm a goddamn conundrum. So I don't know. A lot of people like to go to Walt Disney World, right? You guys know what I'm talking about? They love going to the amusement park. I have never been, but I know there are these people who, like, that's all they do. They'll go once, twice a year or whatever to go to these amusement parks. Now, I don't know the difference between Walt Disney World and Walt Disney Land. I know one's in Florida and one's in California. I don't know which is which. I don't really care. Because I also don't, uh, I would have no desire to go to it. I, I like amusement parks enough, but I would rather go to a smaller one where you're not having to deal with crowds as much. And uh, maybe you'll get on, you'll get more rides. Maybe the rides aren't as good, but you'll get on them more. I'm more about quantity over quality, if that makes any sense. So there's one here in Michigan, Michigan's Adventure. That's a smaller one. It's it's less than an hour away from my house. And so it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot closer. And I love it. Everybody's like, oh my God, you got to go to Cedar Point and Sandusky, Ohio. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> but they're like, it's bigger, it's better, whatever. I'm like, yeah, but it's like a three-hour drive. It costs more to get in it. The, the lines are longer. I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't want it. I don't want it. If you if you go to it, great. It's not for me. But I came across an article about a woman who was a Disney Imagineer, which I'm like, oh my god, I hate when they come up with dumb names like that. And apparently they're the kind of person who's trying to make the uh, amusement park a better place for the visitors. They probably got a dumb name for visitors of the park. They're, uh, they're not visitors, they're uh, mouseketeers. They're so, it's gotta be something dumb. You just know it is. But she was she worked there for eight years. And she had a list of things. These are seven things guests should never do in the parks. And I'm like, all right, I'm always down with that shit. And I know a lot of people go to these places and they love these places. So here's some shit that you should not do, everybody. Don't do this at Disney parks. And maybe there are probably things that you shouldn't do uh, in general at any amusement park. Don't try to text while walking down Main Street in Magic Kingdom. There's too many fucking things for you to fucking walk into. <laughs> You're going to accidentally stumble into uh, curbs, lampposts, trolley tracks, you're going to roll your ankle. Just Essentially, she's saying, just pay attention. And to be perfectly honest, everybody, I don't know, if you're at an amusement park, maybe put your phone away, right? Just enjoy the moment. Engage in the moment. I had a guy yesterday, he was messaging me, and he's rambling on about shit. One of the things he rambled on about was how he had lost his phone or it had gotten stolen. 
and he didn't have a phone for a couple days and he said he actually kind of enjoyed the fact that he did not have the phone because he was just able to kind of engage in whatever the fuck that he was doing and I'm like yep nope 100% understand that makes a lot of sense enjoy the moment and I imagine if you're at a, a, an amusement park you should probably just try to fucking focus on what's going on there I get that you want to fucking document everything. Take pictures and text people about shit and whatever, but fuck. No one cares. No one gives a shit, really. Just, just enjoy the moment. Uh, apparently people have faked injuries to get wheelchairs or scooters. What kind of fucking dick fuck are you? That you're faking an injury so that you can get a wheelchair and not have to walk around. Don't be an asshole. Because I'm assuming there are probably people who legitimately will need those wheelchairs or scooters. So don't take something away from someone else because you've become a lazy fuck. <laughs> don't be a lazy fuck. Using flash photography on rides is annoying and distracting. And it's also, um, it's pretty dumb. Um, flash ain't going to do shit for you. It isn't going to make your picture better. Uh, so just don't, just don't do it. Just, and again, like I said two minutes ago, keep keep your phone away. Enjoy the moment. You don't need to take pictures of everything. No one gives a shit. The railings and the queues aren't for sitting on. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to tell you this too, everybody. Uh, maybe they should just have some fucking seats in these queues. If you're asking people to stand up for 45 minutes an hour while they're waiting in line to get a to get on that ride maybe you should have some seats in the queue you asshole so i you know i'm not surprised that people kind of do lean on or sit on the fucking railing but the, the, the lady who rode's like oh you could fall this off and you could hurt yourself it slows up the line well fuck you the line's slow because too many people want to get on this dumb ride. Shit. How hard is it for you to have a seat? It's kind of like the same thing at bus stops. I see a lot of bus stops in Grand Rapids where there's no like shelter, there are no seats, there's no park bench, there's no nothing. And I'm like, how hard is it for you just to throw out a fucking uh, metal slab for people to sit on? So I'm going to disagree with her on that. Use that rail as your personal seat. At least just fucking lean on it. They, they, want, they want to talk about it making more comfortable for your, uh, your own personal experience. Don't make me stand in line for an hour then. Uh, don't bring plastic straws or balloons into Animal Kingdom because those are the things that are going to get lost or dropped and animals can fucking eat it so yes that makes a whole lot of sense why are you bringing in a straw or balloon or plastic silver or any of the shit why are you bringing any of that into a fucking animal park anyway don't do it don't do it don't wear flip-flops yeah you don't want to wear flip-flops you want to wear comfortable shoes you're walking around all day you're standing all day wear your goddamn crocs i keep hearing crocs are great uh, they look dumb as shit, but everyone tells me that they're great. So I don't know. Maybe I should fucking get some Crocs. Don't argue with ride employees about your child's height. Your child's height is their height. 
And if they tell you your kid's too small to ride, it's not because they don't want your kid to ride a ride. It's probably for a safety issue. Don't fucking argue with staff. These people probably make them a minimum wage. These are fucking probably young kids. Don't fuck with them. Don't be an asshole. Sorry that your kid's a fucking shorty short. Don't, don't get mad at them. The rules are the rules, you asshole. And usually rules like for rides like that is to keep a kid safe. You want to argue with the staff after your kid's on the ride and they fall off and they die or injure themselves? Fuck you. Stay at home if you don't fucking like the rules. So that's it. I guess I agree with all of those except for the fucking railing in the queue. Sit on that all you want. Don't tell me it's slowing down the line. Eat shit. Get some seats then for us, you fucking dicks. Walt Disney, you anti-Semite. <laughs> I do have a uh, thing on my Macari store for, uh, it's a Walt Disney hat. It's the NBA Experience hat. I guess, I don't know if it's from when they played in Orlando. Uh, they played that season. I, I get, what was it? All the games were played there. But uh, it's an NBA experience Disney hat. So, you know, it's the typical Mickey Mouse Disney hat, but the, the head part looks like a basketball. If you're interested in any of that sports shit I got on Macari, go check it out. I got a link to my Macari store on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. Check that shit out. Buy some shit. It's mostly sports shit. I got some Jack Reacher books. If you uh, haven't seen the Jack Reacher television show on Amazon Prime, check it out. If you're interested in any of the books, I got uh, two uh, two listings, two uh, three books each. One's paperbacks, one are hardcovers. If you're interested, it's a pretty good price. I think it's like ten bucks for the three books. It's a pretty good price. It's a good price. Don't argue with me. It's a good price. Yesterday I did a, uh, a review of, you know, all these advice columns, people you got Dear Abby and shit. There's this other woman, her name's Amy. Ask Amy, what the fuck's her last name? Amy Dickinson. And I was like, what are this lady's qualifications to be an advice columnist? And I looked yesterday, I couldn't find shit. And I didn't look more into it, because to be perfectly honest, I don't really care. But I find it funny that they're just allowing almost anybody to give an advice column. Like, I don't, and again, it was kind of like, all right, are you a, a psychologist, a social worker, a mental health therapist of some kind? Because essentially that's what she's doing. She's doling out advice in that kind of capacity. Do you even have like the gross qualifications of being a life coach? Fuck. What kind of qualifications do you need to be that? Can I get that job? Can I just tell people what they should do with their life and they pay me for it? Fuck. That's what I want. But I railed against some of her stuff, and I'm going to do it again today. I find I found this one, and I was just like, oh, it's so funny. So I, I read the letter that they wrote to her. I have not read her response, because I want to give my recommendations on what this person should do. All right? So here we go. Dear Amy, I've been dating a married woman for seven months. All right, there's a problem right there, everybody. This guy's dating a married woman. She told me many times that she and her husband are trying to split amicably, but they have two children, so leaving was not an option. Why not? Why not? There's plenty of people who've gotten divorced who've had children. Whatever. She said she is in an open marriage. 
Recently, she told me that a guy at her workplace told her. So that's all right. Here's another problem too. Apparently, they also there. She he's dating a married woman who he's also a coworker with. Okay, there's a lot of problems going on. Recently, she told me that a guy at her workplace told her friend that he likes her. I asked her not to talk to him outside of work because it is disrespectful to me. All right, it's not disrespectful to her husband that you're dating a married woman, but okay, a lot of weirdness going on. She then got bad at me and told me that we need to take a break. A few days later, a group of us went out socializing. She sat next to me, telling me how much she loves me, but I glanced over and saw she was trying to hide her phone. Well, lo and behold, I see she's sending provocative photos and texting the man in question, the guy I already asked her not to speak to. I gave her a few choice words and left. Now we're at the point she's blocked my number, won't talk to me, and she's told everyone in the office I went psycho on her. So now, of course, I'm the bad guy because she is very well liked by her coworkers. I don't really care what they think of me. I'm just downfounded as to why she would treat me this way. Well, because you're... All right, let me finish it before I say things. Was she using this as an excuse to be with other people? I've told her countless times that she wanted to see other people, she was free to do so, but I would not be a part of that. She denied that she wanted to be with other people. She said she loved me and only wanted to be with me. I'm struggling to get over her. Did she ever love me? Why would she act like this? Any advice for me? Sign, wronged man. Okay, here's here's the problem with you, wrong man. You were ignoring all the red flags going on, man. Um, the woman's clearly not being honest about a fucking thing. She seems like a hot mess, right? She's married. She's seeing you. She's uh, sexting another dude. There's a lot of problems there, man. She's also your co-worker. So you see this woman every fucking day, too, right? Like, he didn't necessarily say if they work very closely together or they just worked in the same building, but it's still going to be a fucking problem. So this is already fucked with your uh, professional life as well as your social life. You set yourself some boundaries. You were like, hey, you can see whoever you want to see. I'm not going to be a part of that. Well, good for fucking you. You set your boundaries. Now live with your fucking boundaries, wronged man. I'm struggling to get over her. Why? Why? This is a woman who clearly doesn't care about you. It's also one of these things of like, if she's married to a man and uh, she's dating other dudes or whatever, um, of course she's going to fucking do the same thing to you, you dumbass. So here's, here's my advice to you. Uh, fuck that bitch and quit your job. Get the fuck away from her. This woman is going to be a mess. I know you said, like, everyone at your work loves her. Well, it's because they don't fucking know her. They're also not trying to date her or trying to fuck her like you clearly are. Just get the fuck out of there, man. It's, it's pretty easy. You can, uh, we're all fucking chameleons. We can all be certain things in certain places with certain people. How you talk to your friends is not how you talk to your mom. How you talk to your mom is not how you talk to your boss. How you talk to your boss is not how you talk to your uh, significant other, right? We're chameleons. We all have different ways. Nobody actually sees us for how we are as, uh, as an entire human being. It would be impossible for anybody to see us how we are as an entire human being. That's, you know, that's how we fucking are. So get the hell away from this chick. She's not offering you anything. She fucking blocked you. Blocked your phone. Now she's shit-talking you at work. Fuck that bitch.
Get the hell out of there before she causes more problems for you. It's as simple as fucking that. Now, I don't know if Amy said what I said or not. She clearly probably didn't say fuck as much as me. I don't think she would be a fucking uh, advice columnist in any newspapers if she used the word fuck. <laughs> but anyway, all right, here we go. Dear Wronged, first an observation. Your workplace sounds like a middle school whirlpool. With all the romantic and sexual intrigue swirling around you, it's a wonder that you employees get any work done. Your former girlfriend is a player, and player's gonna play. Did she love you? It depends on how you define love. If love is a long-staying, monogamous, and compassionate commitment to another person, then no, she may not be capable of that. And that's, uh, yeah, you've been with that woman for seven months. The fuck? If love is hooking up with one person until another person notices her in the cafeteria, then yeah, she loved you for a while. You obviously expect monogamy, but you don't get that kind of commitment with someone who doesn't do monogamy. And then she obviously doesn't do monogamy for proof. Just look to her marriage. My advice is for you to put your head down, get your work done, and when you're emotionally ready, use the lessons learned here to move on with a wiser, hearty, and, health, and healthy vengeance. What? To move on with a wiser, hearty, and healthy vengeance. See, vengeance is a weird word. You Is Amy telling this man to get fucking revenge on her? Or is it more just like live a better life and that's your vengeance? And maybe that's probably what she means, but that was a weird way of saying it, Amy. She tries to be a little funny in her things. She tries to be funny in her responses and her answers. And I'm like, come on. Come on. But I think ultimately she's right. Get the fuck out of there. Leave that bitch alone. She doesn't care about you at all. So, yep. 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 All right. Let's talk about marriage. I'm going to end on this because I saw this article and I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, this is happening in the state of Montana. I've never been to Montana. Uh, I've never had a reason to go to Montana. I don't think I... I as far as I know, I've never done comedy in, in Montana. I've done comedy in North Dakota, in South Dakota. Never quite got, quite got into Montana. But there's something happening in Montana and is only happening in Montana. And I am not quite sure how this is allowed. And I'm not quite sure uh, how it serves anybody's purpose. But in Montana, they have proxy marriages now a lot of you are going like what the fuck's a proxy marriage well a proxy marriage is when someone a representative known as a proxy will stand in for someone at a marriage so let's say the groom can't be there because the groom is uh i don't know he's in the service so he's in fucking the middle east somewhere he can have uh his his buddy his brother whoever standing for him at a marriage how about that that's crazy, right? But you can now have a double proxy marriage where neither of the participants are there and they each are represented by a proxy. Montana is the only state where double proxy marriages are legal. In order to qualify, you must either be a Montana resident or an active duty military member. Fucking crazy. Peg Allison, who served as the Flathead County Clerk of District Court since 1993, says that it was about a decade into her tenure when she first heard about this 
after receiving a call from a lawyer who prepared to marry a couple that was overseas. It first came to my attention when an attorney called me about 20 years ago. I was a little surprised, it's a little strange, but that was our very first one. He had arranged for a couple of proxy to stand in the place of a couple of spouses and they were married. How is it that someone's married and neither of the people are there? So to me, it almost seems like you can do that. Can you do that without, without people knowing? Could you have two proxies for people where the, the original people didn't even know this was occurring? Uh, Miss Allison added, we saw a very gradual increase over the last 20 years. In 2019, we were doing about 1,200 of them annually. And then COVID hit, and in 2020, we did 4,200. And in 2021, another 4,300. People weren't able to travel, gather in groups, and I think double proxy became widely used because of the pandemic. Armed Forces Proxy Marriages and Big Fork is one of the providers of double proxy marriages. The company explains on its website, Montana allows active duty military personnel to participate in double proxy marriages where, where neither you nor your fiance is required to be present. Montana proxy marriages are legal binding unions and are recognized by all states and all branches of the military. You can marry you whether you are stationed at home, abroad, or deployed. Montana will marry same-sex couples through proxy marriage as well. Jeez. The law has been in place in Montana since uh, it became a territory in 1889. I think one intention of the Montana legislature was to provide an opportunity for persons that either lived a long way from a county seat. We are a very rural state, and a hundred years ago it took quite an effort for people to be able to get to a county seat. And if someone is in the service, it's nearly impossible. So I guess this is for convenience purposes, but it still just seems crazy. In the eyes of the Lord, are you married if you're not even fucking there? According to the great state of Montana, yes. If this is such a good thing, why is Montana the only state doing it? I mean, you would think other states would have it, even though it's probably more convenient for people to get to county seats, to get to a courthouse or whatever. How is it that, like, something that's probably one of the most important things that you'll ever do in your life, one of the most life-changing things that can happen to you, you can't take the time nor the effort to get to a fucking county seat? Strange. I don't get it, but whatever. Would you guys do it? No, you wouldn't do it. All right, everybody, that's it. I am uh, I am done for today, Monday the 21st. Hopefully you guys have a good day. If you guys can do me a solid, go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page. Uh, go check out my Macari store. Buy some shit from me. Buy my shit. <laughs> do that. I listed a lot of things last night. A lot of a uh, Jacksonville Jaguar shit. A nice mini helmet. A uh, coin for uh, ticket season ticket holders, a flag, an autographed football, all Jacksonville Jaguar shit. I had a guy ask me on um, uh, about a listing for a basketball jersey I had. Is he's like, is this real or authentic? And I'm like, what are you asking me here, right? I, fuck, just. By fucking Christ, man. Are you asking me if this is counterfeit? I don't know, man. I have this shit. It comes into my possession. 
I'm trying to find a good price. I list it. There you go. There's a, a fucking 10 pictures of it. Look at it yourself. Fucking stop being a dumb dick. It was like a, a Nike Jumpman fucking uh, jersey. Buy it. Christ. I had another guy ask me about uh, an autographed football of the Rams I have. It's got three autographs on it. And he's asking me questions. And I'm like, it's it's three, it's got three autographs. It, it does not have a COA. But uh, you know, it's a it's a cheat it's I think I'm selling it for twenty-three dollars. The dude offered me, he said twenty dollars including the shipping. So essentially he's asking me to take thirty-three percent off because I think the shipping was like eight bucks or something. And I was I was like, no thanks, get the fuck out of here. God damn people are dicks. Um, all right, if you guys can do me a solid, I want you to do these four things. Go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. It's a married couple. Did they get married by proxy? No, I don't think so. Did they go to Montana? Hopefully not. But uh, they eat coleslaw together. A family that slaws together stays together. So uh, on Sundays, they eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. They give you the A or the nay. And they ate some uh, good homemade coleslaw yesterday. So go check out their Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw. Hit like, follow along if you could. That'd be great. Go check out Matt Harper Art. He's got a page on Instagram and a page on TikTok. Matt Harper draws all sorts of cool shit, and you can commission him to draw something for you. So if you'd like to buy something from him or have him draw something for you, get a hold of him on his Instagram page or his TikTok, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. <laughs> Matt Harper Art. Then he also does a podcast, another episode podcast. Uh, he's got a co-host, me and Elaine. The two of them talk about movies that they enjoyed when they were kids. So these are going to be old movies, 20 years old or older. They drop new episodes every Wednesday. They like to have guests on with them as well. It's always a lot of fun. So you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. I use CastBox. I'm probably the only one who uses CastBox. But listen on your favorite podcast platform. Another episode podcast. And you can follow them on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're always uh, asking questions on Facebook, too, that kind of correspond with whatever they're going to talk about that day. So, uh, yeah, follow along on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter if you could. And then last but not least, Magic JBM. That's John Badass Midgley. He's got a page for his Magic Exploits. Go like the page if you could on Facebook. You can see all his Magic stuff. He's an artist, too. He's always drawing pictures of famous artists. He's doing some 3D art as well, too. Go check him out. Magic JBM. And uh, that's it, everybody. I'm done. I will see you on Thursday for the next freebie, or I'll see you tomorrow uh, for the Patreon. Just five bucks a month. You don't have to subscribe at the beginning of the month. You can subscribe whenever. Five bucks a month. How about that? All right, that's it. I'm done. Have a good day, everybody. I'll talk to you. Okay, bye.